Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. You know Johnny Rage? Yes, sir, here. They call it quicksand. Okay. But it kills you slowly. Yes. Let that sink in for a moment. Yeah. Is that a pun? Sink in? That's part of the joke. You're supposed to, there's supposed to be a space there, dead air. Let that sink in. Let the kids contemplate. Are you a Baywatch fan? Remember Baywatch? I did, Baywatch Nights? <laughs> well, that was uh, a spinoff, but the original Baywatch. You remind me when you were talking about quicksand. There was an episode where there is a uh, person on the beach who is in quicksand, and they have to rescue him. You're shitting me. No. There's, <laughs> actually, there's actually quicksand. There was actually quicksand on the beach. I mean, could you talk about the worst uh, place oh where there'd be quicksand? God. So the one of the, the lifeguards, she was happened to be in the, she wasn't even working. She was on her bike. She saw this happening because the people are yelling for help. Runs uh, from her bike, tries to help this guy. Um, the guy actually gets submerged. But, of course, uh, Mitch Hasselhoff shows up, saves the day, pulls the guy out of the quicksand with a pretty quick thinking, uh, pretty lifeguard because she actually used a tube that she had on her bike to give the guy air while he was under. He was actually under for a while. Give us air. We need air. Did you see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Donald Trump, their feud? Oh, yeah. Epic. Now, do you think that's all part because Donald Trump is executive producer of The Apprentice, so he can help the ratings by talking about it. I'm wondering if this isn't something that they're just trying to do to boost ratings. Are you saying it's just like wrestling it's all fake? Exactly. It's fake he's good news? Friends, he's friends with Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett helped him in the – in the political campaign process. And Donald Trump is executive producer still. So Donald stands to gain a lot if uh, The Apprentice does well. Maybe on The Apprentice's Big Louie should come on. Big Louie was on with, with Donald. <laughs> Louie. Uh, yeah. So do you think, what about my, what, what, am I on something here? Everything is fake. You know that, Johnny Rage. You just got to go with it. Let the let the people riot and protest about the fakeness of – what the funny thing is, it was a prayer breakfast, too. <laughs> is that brilliant? He's like – Is that the appropriate place? <laughs> Let's say a prayer for Arnold. And, and I wonder if the people saw it coming. Like, he's all, you know, somber. We're going to pray. Uh-huh. And then it's like, uh, let's pray for Arnold for the ratings. <laughs> it's a disaster. Some of his favorite words, Donald Trump, disaster, big league. It's a big league failure. It's disaster. Now, do we know is it big league, like uh, Major League Baseball, or big league? That was always the debate. Big league. It big is league. big league. Yeah, big league. Because people always thought it was big league. No, 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 no. Big league. Kind of like, the chair is not my son. 
Do you remember the misunderstood lyrics like Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah. Billie Jean a... is the chair. Is not my son. <laughs> my my uh, sister-in-law thought uh, the go-go's, doesn't matter anyway. Our lips are sealed. She thought it was honest to seal. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have any songs that you thought that, were? That's why uh, none of the go-go's ever had kids. Because her lips were sealed? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, 80s. Ouch. God, we love the 80s. <laughs> You're lost in the 80s. You always want to bring it back to the 80s. Yeah, but you know it's coming back. I mean, look at, I. you know, I have a list here. I went on the internets and found out uh, movies, upcoming movies of 2017. Yeah. And I'm sure there will be 80s references in there. Well, it could be like Back to the Future making a comeback or what? That was a powerful, powerful 80s movie. Would you remake that movie? No. Some things are better left alone not at all what is the best remake off the top of your powerful head did you get a haircut by the way i did yeah something look, that uh, look, I'm, I'm amazed that you uh you noticed. look you look very <laughs> handsome you know uh, <laughs> the fans of flock of amish were worried about you because you had poopy pants so <laughs> I, oh it did poopy I, we, it was coming out of every orifice we, possible. we brought in uh, uncle dude Thank yes, God. What, yes. A, what a genius on the microphone. Yes, I know. Wonderful, noticed. gregarious. I, you know, it felt like uh, Goldilocks and, and the Three Bears. I'm kind of like sitting in this chair and it's like greasy. I'm like, who's been sitting in my chair? <laughs> what was he wearing? It's sweaty. What's going on here? Can't he we- was in his uh, Atlanta Falcons outfit. You know, you were talking some pretty good, tasty nummies, I got to admit, though. Some of the things that he wanted to throw together for the big Super Bowl party. Which yeah, is- this was on the previous episode. I don't know if you guys listened. Of course you listened. Please tell a friend. Enjoy the last episode. What what struck you as the delicious meals we were talking about? The trends, the food trends of 2017. You know, I don't know if there was any... Anytime you just talk food, I'm all over it. Um, wasn't there like a shrimp or lobster dip of some kind you guys were talking about? I should know what I'm, you guys are talking about before I bring it up. Well, we were just we were uh, free forming. We were talking about octopus, weird stuff like that. Dips. I my favorite dip is spinach artichoke dip. Okay. Yeah. You know the Super Bowl dip. Now, what is your go-to dip? Like if you're having first, let's do chips, tortillas, torillas, as I call them, and so what do we? And like a bread, like a you know where you would tear off the bread, you would primarily tear the bread, rip it, mm-hmm. and then dip it into the delicious dip. What are your dips? Let's talk dips. Well, when you, when, you go th- when you talk about the chip, too, you have to talk about the kind of chip. Fantastic. Tell the kids. Yeah. Flesh it out, because yeah. we know you have a lot of flesh. Let's there, talk about it. <laughs> there are several types of chip. I like the chip that actually forms the cup. Uh, Doritos. You do, it. the scoop. The scoop. You got to have the scoop. I want to go in, and I want to know my chip's not going to break. Because I'm not going after a broken chip. And I hate going into a dip and there are broken chips, the remnants of broken chips. I want to go in clean and I want to come out clean. So you got to have a thicker chip. Now, is to me, the scoop, it, it, I, I enjoy the concept. It's, it's basically a, a little cup, right? Correct, yes. But it needs a bill, if you will, a handle. Because I want a handle and then the scoop, basically a ladle. Maybe I can just have like a plastic ladle and just ladle up the dip. But yeah. do you just see what I'm saying? I want some. I want my powerful hands to be able to grab it and then dip it. And then... Well, then you might want a larger, kind of a triangular-shaped chip. And you could use the single point and come in with the two double points heading into the dip first. Would yeah, that make could more we sense work for on, you? Yeah, could we work on that with maybe AutoCAD, any of you nerds out there? We, no, they already exist. I'm just saying going with a, you could go with a bigger chip. A triangular-type chip might be your chip. 
No, but it's a chip with a reservoir. I think you have a chip on your shoulder right now, too. They are powerful shoulders, aren't they? <laughs> no, it's just food you left on your shoulder. Powerful. <laughs> I dare you to knock that chip off my shoulder. Uh, Oi! Uh, so, big, big uh, Super Bowl game coming up here. This is Super Bowl week. We happen to be podcasting. Who's your favorite? I know you talked last week, but let's talk some more. I'm very patriotic. I love this powerful country. So, therefore, the Patriots. Wow, okay. It's a powerful – I mean, everything about it. The, the uniform's cool. I like the old logo, you know, the dude, the, the guy in the three-point stance. You know, yeah, that's I, vintage. I like that. Yeah. Do you yeah. like the newer one, too? We talked about it on the last episode. Do I like the newer um, logo for the Patriots? Correct. You know, I do, but I also want – sometimes they roll back to their uniforms to um, past years, and I'd like to see the old – for the Super Bowl, I think that'd be cool to bring back the, the guy in the three-point stance. Like he's hiking the ball. Yeah, I, I like that one as well. But the new one is the new one's cool too. I just want to put this out there that there is rumors there may be a new logo coming for this show. I don't know if that's true or not. A new logo for this show? There may be. Really? Yes. What any? Can you hint as to what it would be? It's going to be new. Oh, okay. But I'm just telling you, kids, to get on the Instagrams, Amish Baby Machine on Instagram. Like our Facebook page, all that. All get on all the internets at Amish B Machine. You should follow us on Twitter because I I think I'm not sure, but there is a new logo coming in the future. Wow, what a tease that is! Interesting. Um, you know, I really want to turn the conversation slightly. I, I've kept my mouth shut long enough about this. Go ahead. He's a leader. Very controversial. Tweets too much. Married to a supermodel, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. What do you want to talk about, Tom Brady? <laughs> that was that was just a setup for a bad joke. That, well, that whole thing. Like, I, yeah, I, <laughs> it was like I was going to say something. Oh, about you're Trump. really going to talk about Richard Nixon? Uh, I get no, it. Uh, yes, exactly. But anyway, it was a bad attempt at a joke. But let's talk about the Super Bowl and Tom Brady. Of course, the owner of the New England Patriots, very good friends of Donald Trump. But do you think Kraft cheese? Craft cheese, oh man, perfect timing because we're talking about snacks. Cheese makes life worth living, doesn't it? It does. God, I love cheese. Yeah, cheese is good. Um, but uh, will he invite the winning team to the White House? Because some other sports uh, have said they would not accept an invitation if they were invited to the Super Bowl. But, but let's talk about the concept of that day. You won the Super Bowl. You won the World Series. Is that worthy of going to the White House? I mean, you were paid, you're already paid millions of dollars. Fans adore you. Is that really – I think that's something that we could possibly eliminate. What are your thoughts? But you're a traditionalist, aren't you? To a certain extent. So you're saying because we've done it in the past, we have to continue the tradition. Yeah, I, there's some traditions I, I keep going. They don't really bother me. That's something that doesn't bother me. I mean, it's just part of the thing, you know, you – you win the game, and you know what's the line? I'm going to the uh, Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World, yeah. Disney World. Oh, well, we haven't seen that in a while. I mean, that hasn't been pulled out in a while. I have not seen that. What is the deal with them winning? They always win like a Chevy Tahoe or something. Yeah. These guys are worth billions of dollars, and they win like a. Well, I mean that's part of my point. What I'm talking about. I was watching the NHL All Star Game, and the winners got a million dollars, and then they picked an MVP from the game. And that MVP won this beautiful brand spanking new truck from Nissan or something like that. They announced the winner, and the guy's kind of like, oh, I got six of these. I would like to see them, excuse me, 
Sorry about that. Thinking about cheese. It got the savory mm, glands cheese. going. But I'm, I was thinking, wouldn't it be Did nice? Did you say savory glands? Yeah, why? It's not savory glands. It's what is it? Sal- Salvary glands? Salvary. Calvary. Go ahead. Salvador? Okay, whatever. Dolly. Savory Salvador? The Dolly glands. Don't you correct me, Dags. Don't you correct me. Hey, can we talk about the song don't, I heard on don't. the way over? Athena. Okay, I digress. Anyway. No, no, this this powerful podcast, if this is the first time this is the first time you've enjoyed the show, it's powerful. Powerful. Stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. We go off on tangents. I don't know what that word means, but we go there. We just talk. Yeah. It's a podcast. Yeah. No apologies. We're no not apologies. apologizing. We will not. We will not apologize. But um heard Athena on the way over here and I actually had the truck just rocking. I just cranked it. Athena? Yeah. yeah. Who did that? Who? No, I mean, seriously, who who did the song, though? He was on first, also. God. <laughs> what, this comedy is just powerful. <laughs> it is powerful. So, anyway, we talk about, uh, well, let's take a look at the Academy Awards. We know they're coming up. The swag bag? Yeah, whatever. But do, another thing, too, do these overpaid stars who are not putting their life at risk or peril, they're doing movies, do they need award shows to say how good they are? Doesn't the box office kind of tell them that? I do not watch award shows. However, we are up for an award for the podcast of the year. I will be at that one. Yes. Please vote for us. I bet you somewhere someone's going to put us in for the most powerful podcast award. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. I mean, Why you know, wouldn't you? That's a question of today. Why wouldn't you? you know? But it's funny, though, you're talking about award show. They, they get the swag bag, all this free stuff. When you go to Las Vegas, they call them the whales, the big gamblers. Yeah. They get comped for everything. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, they can afford it. Right. So they need to hook up the little guy. Right. I was going to say hook up you, but you're not a little guy. You're <laughs> very... Uh, uh, yeah, but you remember the Tom Petter? He also was considered... Too soon. A whale. He also stiffed the casino for like $25 million. I want to know, because they let these guys just roll with this line of credit. So when they're down... 10 million, the casino just allows it. And then when they're up, the casino doesn't pay up. They just kind of never get their money. So when Tom Petter was arrested and federally indicted, he stiffed the casinos millions of dollars. Do you think they still have goons like back in the day when the, Absolutely. When the mob? Absolutely. Yeah. Because you don't want to owe people money. Yeah. And they, and they always, it eventually always comes around and gets you. You know, you'll be like the convenience store buying your Slim Jim and then some guy. Yeah, are you familiar with counting cards in Vegas? Oh, that. What what song did they have? No, counting cards. Oh, I thought you were counting crows. No, <laughs> counting crows feet. <laughs> um, some people say that if you have the ability to go into Vegas, because counting cards is not counting cards, is that's quite an alliteration. It's um, if you get caught doing it, they kick you out of the casino, but it's not illegal, but you still get kicked out. Should card counting be allowed in casinos? I don't know. I haven't uh, used my powerful brain to analyze that, but I do remember the song Ico Ico from Rain Man. Wasn't that a great song? Your grandma and my grandma <laughs> said, sitting by, by the fire. fire. Your grandma says, download the Amish baby machine podcast. Not as good as Athena. Anyway, so we're talking about uh, counting cards. There's a movie. 
Uh, we're some Michigan Tech kids or, or uh, MIT kids. A uh, group of them went to casino, the casinos and they practiced counting cards and they were very successful at it. And of course, the casino didn't appreciate that. Were they as good as Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman? Better. Because there was multiples of them. God, I love Tom Cruise. Isn't he awesome? He's good in some of his stuff. I loved him in A Few Good Men. I absolutely love that. Uh, you can't handle the truth. Great movie. Best 15 minutes in all of Hollywood is uh, the last 15 of A Few Good Men. Are you a fan of A Few Good Men? Great movie. Yeah, it was. Did you like Demi more? Is it Demi or Demi? Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. D- did a great job. Demi. Demi. Power- powerfully tight uniform. Yeah, wonderful movie. Not really. She really didn't have a tight uniform on. Really? No, she didn't. But, yeah, uh, it must be a alternative memory. Yeah. Alt memory. Yeah. So she was good in that movie, though. So. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. You know, you have the, you're talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the upcoming movies? Absolutely. Anything out there that's coming down the uh, pipe? I saw, we've talked about this before, and I always say that. I don't know why I say we talked about it before. Let's keep it fresh. I know, I just keep it fresh. Just keep it fresh. No, we say a lot of things. You know, most things are powerful. What movie strikes you is you want to see immediately, right now? That you know that's coming out. Give us a list of what's coming. Okay, out. here's a list. Okay, let me adjust my check power, it twice. My make par- sure my powerful throne. That's what I call this chair, the throne. Okay, like drummers call their stool they sit in the throne. This is a throne. I hope you wouldn't sit in your own stool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can set me up so many powerful jokes. I'll just, I'll just let them go. It's too easy. It's like a softball. You know, you bam. All right, the shows. What I just pulled up this list here. Oh, you, Johnny Rage is still getting over his poopy pants, so occasionally he'll... <laughs> I was co- sitting in my own stool. He'll, he'll cough and wheeze and chortle. Yeah. So I'm going to take this moment and listen to what good movies are out there. So we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Vol 2, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Dunkirk, Wonder Woman, Baby Driver, Alien. Alien, really? Covenant, yes. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And War for the Planet of the Apes. That's just a couple of the ones that I pulled up on the on the internets. Well, the ones you didn't bring up, I really want to see is Kong. That looks absolutely awesome. I love those sci-fi. Let's talk about Kong. Why do you like Kong? Well, I'm huge into sci-fi. I loved uh, Godzilla. I was, I'm amazed they don't have another one, a sequel to the one that did very well two years ago. I'm waiting for it. Um, of course, he never dies, so he can always come back. Let's talk about Godzilla. Now, can we do one can where... Can you hear Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> can we do a, a godzilla that's actually an homage an homage uh, how do you pronounce it an ombre a bad ombre bad ombre to to the old godzilla movies can you just throw your phone over there you're always playing with your phone well i'm just want to i get a lot of people when i'm they want to talk to me I'm one of those guys i'm kind of the go-to yes and I'm so as please, please set your phone down thank I'm you i'm setting your phone down yeah you know, a lot of times uh, this show is never edited because we're perfect every time. We don't make mistakes. So Johnny Rage likes to leave in the real life, the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I leave him in. He's a giant mistake. But Godzilla, can we can we make one like the old Japanese movies but use today's technology? Is that possible? Do you see what I'm saying, though? Instead of changing it into more like a lizard and having it raining all the time, can we do it like the old show? but just have kind of like a remastering of Call of Duty, Call of Duty 4 remastered. So we would take those old films and we would remaster them. But in a way, you know, I know it's a dude in a foam costume, but we would make it 
have that the feeling the flavor of the old japanese movies that feeling you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying the the nuclear the the nuclear war the the mushroom cloud the eight was a bomb that mm-hmm. kind of thing the feeling back then the 60s the late 50s but in a today's movie but should we do it in the 80s because you're lost in the 80s um you know that would be difficult to do from a cinematography aspect no it wouldn't matter at all There's, just think about it. all we're doing is making a godzilla movie just like the old ones, you know, he would step on the trains, you know, those poor bastards that are always going to work, and he right. just has to knock over the trains. Right, right. But who's going to work when there's this monster loose? I mean, okay, honey, I got to go to work. <laughs> oh, it's like those poor bastards when that uh, the tsunami. Have you watched any of the video of that Japanese tsunami coming the, in? The the Japanese one or the one in uh, Sri Lanka? Or... No, J- Japan. Okay, I did not see that one. You got, you got to watch some of these YouTube videos. They're horrible. Actually, I take, I have seen that. But, I mean, you've watched one tsunami. You've seen them all, correct? But I'm saying, what well, my point is, people were going to work then. They were going by their daily lives, and there was a tsunami coming that just wiped everything out. So A couple you, of lawyers said, you can't sue a tsunami. <laughs> oh, God. That is one, that is one joke I will edit out. <laughs> Tsunami? I didn't know we could sue a tsunami. Anyway. Su-su-su-do. Yeah, the one that was back in 2005, that Christmas one, where they actually captured this. I was watching the Discovery Channel, and people are um, on the beach collecting seashells. They're in there. The, the gentleman that's filming this just happens to be up on his balcony, and they're watching the sea recede, and everybody's like running out there like, oh, this is cool, because there's like – octopuses just like out of water and fish flopping and they're out there trying to push them back into the water but the ocean's receding further and further do you think if you were out there they try to push you back in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> no but i got the word recede because i was looking at your hairline oh, too soon <laughs> anyway so and then all of a sudden this guy I, I did this shit on purpose up here on top oh of my, my god really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I didn't think somebody could screw up that badly. Uh, anyway, so they're, soon. they're trying to get these, but it's incredible footage. It's it's, and then you watch the ocean is slowly billowing, and you know what's going to happen, and it does, and pretty soon, it just floods the 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 uh, the the shores of the sands of the shores, and it moves through the city. And this guy's filming this entire thing, and there's cars, and it's. It's I know it's just like that old footage of the A bomb where they show the house and the trees snap back and then they get yeah. sucked back the other way. You're right. The ocean gets sucked out and then it just oh yeah horrible. Yeah. But I I would like a Godzilla movie remastered, redone, change it a little bit, you know, to make it so you obviously can't see the dude in the costume, but to have that feeling of the cool. And they got a point too. You got a point and scream and run down the street. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. They did they did a pretty good job with uh, the latest version. And now I I did not see the latest version. I saw the Ferris Bueller version. Yeah. Now in the latest version, did they have the sense of humor that they had in the Godzilla movies? Because if you look back to the old ones, they had camp and they had a sense of humor. Like when he was fighting, he would do a little dance step. Yeah, and- no, they don't do that. There's no humor, you know. But there's one epic uh, verse in there. They they're thinking Godzilla meets the monster. I forget what monster. Mantra is who it is. And it's tearing up the city. Mothra or Mothra? Mothra, thank you. Okay. Mantra. <laughs> Mothra. You always say every glance. <laughs> Just edit it out. That's but this okay. is actually, uh, Johnny Rage, this is actually a character he does. He's actually a yes. very shy nerd. And this thank is his. You. This is thank his. Uh, so Mothra and them, they're, they're, they're figuring out what to do. And they don't exactly know what to do because the rockets are. So, but they don't know what to do because these rockets have little effect. How does a rocket that can wipe cities out 
just going to the side of Godzilla. I, I love those down. rockets. So is it one of those rocket launches where it's like a vehicle and then they go exactly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like thirty of them just go. <laughs> oh, powerful. But just virtually no effect on uh, Godzilla. In you know? in uh, Desert Storm, they call that steel rain. The Iraqis when it would just rain down I the rockets. That. Yeah. Did you ever see three hundred? At the end, when they wipe out, fantastic movie. How about though when the the arrows are up and there's they shoot so many arrows at the Greeks? We will blot out the sky. That it blocks out the sky. Yeah. And it turns it dark and then we will fight in darkness. Yeah, yeah. You know when I saw the trailer on that, I said this is the stupidest, cheesiest movie. But when I actually saw it, I was like, fantastic. Yeah. That's one movie where I looked at the trailer and I'm like, oh god, this is like cliched as well, hell. I'm a huge fan. But when I watched it, I'm like, God, I got into that. Yeah. Uh, Butler, help me. I'm, I'm need your Gerard, Gerard Butler, yeah, or he, Benson, that Butler. No, Gerard, different, different Butler altogether. But Gerard, yeah, he's good, and I also liked him in An Innocent Man. Have you ever seen that where his family is attacked, and uh, he owns a lot, he gets locked up in prison, and he actually sneaks out of prison and seeks justice against all these people. Oh, wow. Tell us about that. It's pretty cool because the guy was a tip. He was like an old Iraq vet, so he knew weapons and stuff like that. But the um, he he's in his home. There's a home invasion. They kill his daughter and his wife. They stab him. He's on the ground. There's nothing he can do, but he watches this. Well, anyway, he tries to use the court system to – they catch the guys. They do a plea bargain, and it's not long enough for him. So he goes off the deep end. And um, – he actually tries to get in jail and does, and then he can actually work his magic, slipping out of jail and seeking revenge, not only against the guys that did this to his family, but he's also mad at the judicial system as well. So one by one, he's, it's a great movie to watch. I would suggest that. It's probably on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Isn't that great, the revenge movies? Like uh, a really good uh, revenge movie, John Wick 2 is coming out. Okay. Powerful movie. But Tell yeah. Us. The- Tell us about the first movie. Well, I don't want to tell you too much about it. I mean, we all we all saw the first one. Okay. John Wick. We I don't if it's even spoiler alert what happened, what sent him off. You know, I don't know, but see John Wick if you haven't seen John Wick, John Wick 2. It's powerful with uh uh Canoe Reeves. Is that how I pronounce it? Canoe. Mm-hmm. Canoe. Yep. Remember Ka- Kayak Reeves is in this movie and he's fantastic. It's funny, I was watching I was on the YouTube's watching uh, some shooting videos and I see this guy He's going through the range and he's doing transitions and he's just shooting and he's like, I'm like, this dude is pretty good. And then I, I see it's Keanu Reeves doing it. I mean, the real deal. He's really shooting. This guy is phenomenal. What was he? He's just at a, at a target range is what he's doing? Yeah, he's going through the range and I just saw it and I'm like, whoa. Was he practicing? Oh, that was, wait, that was Joey Lawrence's whoa. His, what, is, his would be, whoa. Was he practicing for a, a specific role? John Wick. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, um, did you like him in Speed? Uh, that was a pretty good movie. I like I like Keanu Reeves. I do. Yeah, I mean he went from the little kid in the, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's also in a really cool movie called The River's Edge. Did you see that? I did not. Tell me yeah. about it. It's about these kids like in a just like a real poor working class town, and they get into drugs, and it's 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 like a dark movie. It's got a Crispin Glover from uh, Back to the Future, powerful movie you're talking about. He's like this whacked out speed freak it's really a good movie and it's it's quintessential 80s are you following riverdale that's on the new hit riverdale it's on tv at all no what's up with riverdale well it's supposedly it's this new hit uh television show that all the millennials are watching we should probably be watching this too 
But you know what it is? It's it's Archie and Jughead. Remember the comic? Oh, Riverdale High School. Yeah, Riverdale High School. But they're calling it Riverdale, and, and it's not your mom's Archie in Jughead. You know, it's more but, of a- But see, I have a problem when they always have to fuck with everything and change everything. Well, how do you change that, though, and make that still good? But it's, it's, it's doing really well in the ratings. You know, taking a comic book- and bringing it to the television with none of the characters except the names. And, and that's not how I portrayed these guys with six packs walking around, you know, dating and these beautiful, gorgeous girls. And it's just completely not the comic book, but um, I have not watched it. But it's rave reviews with this thing. So they had a cartoon. What's it? Jughead. And who are the other characters? Archie and Archie, Jughead. Archie and Jughead. Yeah. They had a cartoon. Remember that where they had different. Veronica. Veronica was at the brunette, and then yeah. Betty was the blonde. Yeah. But I remember a cartoon in the 70s, or was it in the 70s, where they had, it was like a variety hour, and they had Yeah, different... and they would have different, wasn't that also the, the Fat Albert show was on before it or something? Hey, like hey, that? hey. Right. And uh, I, re- I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Not, I was not a big Jughead, Jughead fan, Archie and Jughead, but. Mu- Did you like the Laugh Olympics? I mean, that was a powerful show. Who's your favorite 70s? cartoon character like your go-to on saturday morning which one did you look forward to boy i don't know if it's any one in particular but i just saw um on facebook they always have this retro site that will bring back movies or items from your past and they had the beginning of hr puff and stuff powerful what a wonderful show I was watching Witchy Poo. It just God, I love Witchy Poo. It just flooded me back to that age, and they were doing the theme song, HR puffing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Everyone said it's like pro weed. It goes, you can't do a little because he can't do enough. <laughs> That's the lyrics of the song. Uh, the H, you know, you kids out there, if you haven't enjoyed HR puffing stuff. Wonderful live action. Oh, just phenomenal. No. You get, last week, you guys were talking about Sigmund and the Sea Monster a little bit. I don't know how that came up, but one of my favorites was Sigmund and the Sea, Mo- sea Monster. Sigmund, the Sea Monster, and Johnny and Scott were friends. <laughs> Sig- they were such jerks, those sea monsters. Remember though they, they lived in the backyard? Nobody knew they were there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now, do you remember what uh, uh, TV show he was from? The kid on there, Johnny Whitaker. Was he from uh, Family Affair? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Mr. French. I alluded to Mr. French as Buffy and Jody. Last episode, we were talking about every show, everyone had a, a manservant or a maid. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, yeah, you're, I mean, good point. Brady Bunch did. Um, they had one on Sigmund of the Sea Monsters, remember? They didn't have one on How Far Back Are You Going? Because I'm trying to think of what else where they had that. Leave it to Beavers. They didn't have one. No. But they had the mother who, back at the time, it was polit- politically correct. To put her in the apron, and she basically did all the cooking and cleaning. It was pretty obvious. She was kind of the main. She wore a pearl necklace. Do, 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 do. Powerful song. You know, they all the manservants and the, oh, my God, Neil Carter from Give Me a Break, and just wonderful. Break, da, da. What, what would you well, do? You know, what? the thing is, though, because she was she was vacuuming, but then she accidentally put it in the aquarium and sucked all the water up. <laughs> I mean, I, that's still, what happened to those fish? <laughs> well, PETA. Peta, Peta would be absolutely furious with that episode. You could eat the fish on Peta bread if you wanted to. But let's go. Uh, yeah. More movies, like okay. Anyway, you never. I never got to talk about Kong. 
What I like about this Kong episode. Amazing, isn't it? How many minutes did we go where we brought up Kong <laughs> and then we just went on this uh, uh, magical that, that joyride? That moment brought to you by Aspartame. Aspartame. Anyway, Kong looks good because not only are they going to be battling Kong, the creature, the ape, the giant ape, but there's also these under underground creatures that are going to also be exposed. Subterranean. Subterranean creatures, which look absolutely lethal, which looks pretty cool. Chud. Do you remember the movie Chud? Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Power, I, powerful uh, movie, Chud. You know, I now I do not remember that one. Yeah, chew on that one for a bit. All right, go back to Kong. Well, it just looks good. I, I'm a big fan of the sci-fis like that. I love looking at the scale of how they do that. Like Godzilla, we've talked about this. One minute, he's towering over a 50-story building. The next minute, um, he's like shoulder height to the 50-story building. Um, now, with CGI, they're probably a lot better at it than they were. Now, who's bigger, Mighty Joe Young or King Kong? Who's bigger? Yeah. Mighty Joe Young? Yep. Do you remember Mighty Joe Young? Yes. Who's, you tell me who's bigger. I don't know. These are just powerful things that come into my brain. Is that rhetorical? Should I answer? I don't know what rhetorical means. It's something. Okay, cool. It's hyperbole. It's hyperbole. I like Kong. You give me your pick Bowl. for 2017. Well, I'm looking at the list here. We got, I've always enjoyed Spider-Man. Spider-Man is good. How about the cartoon after school? Oh, my. Is that the, is that, is that the best? Sorry, I, I have a phlegm alert here. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider can. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood to him. Life is a great bit. Oh, that was great. And then they'd always show him walking. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no. What is that? The, the scorpions escaped. <laughs> yes, that's right, Spider-Man. I have escaped. Oh, that's classic. Absolutely classic. No, I love... Where do you find that? You don't even find that cartoon anymore. The YouTubes. It's, everything's on the YouTube. I don't YouTube. want to go to the YouTube. I want to go to my television and just plop. I used know. to I used to go to the uh, the local library and get it on. It was on eight millimeter film. Can you imagine that? Are you are you being for no? Re- I'm being for I'm real. Be, I'm being for reals. Really? No. I'm. You actually went to a library. That's why. I was, that's why more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't go there for the books. <laughs> I didn't think so. Powerful you know. comedy. Uh, every time I go to the library, sir, you have a book due from like 1975 until it brings us back, and we collect five hundred sixty five dollars. So I have to like. You know how people get fake IDs to get into bars? I have to get fake IDs for the for the library, you know, to get a book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a shameful plug again. Oh no. I'm, I'm very I'm I'm shame. 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 You guys, we enjoy you listening to this podcast. We want you to help us out. We want you to leave a review. The best way to listen to this show is on iTunes. Please go to iTunes, leave a five star review, write a little something something. If you leave a five-star review, it'll unlock secrets to the universe. Also, we're available on Stitcher, the Stitcher radio app. It's available on all your devices, all your electronic devices. And like I talked about before, please follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine at Instagram. And also, please follow us. Make sure you follow us at Twitter, at Amish B Machine Amish, the letter B, machine, all one word. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. Now, Johnny Rage, let's get back into movies here. We're we're, we're talking movies. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That's all. That'll do well. Always does well. Who's Who's Spider Man for this up? Do we know yet? It's run its course with um the other guy. You know me. I'm not good. Couple that. couple different dudes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Has uh, that been revealed or no? Is it, 
Yeah. Okay. It just bugs me when they mo- they change stuff. Like one of my favorite villains from Spider Man is Green Goblin, okay. Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. the original, and he was dressed as like a. Do you remember? Do you know what the Green Goblin was? He's the jester. Mm-hmm. He had the. Mm-hmm. He flew the flying broomstick. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for the movie, they got uh, what's his name? The actor. Uh, You're turning to me. Will, for Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He did a good job, didn't you? He's perfect for the character. Yeah. But his costume was horrible. They changed oh. it. They had to change it into like some armored up robot looking thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't like that? No, the original character was the best. He was this evil, like, hey, 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 Jester, throwing the pumpkins, riding on his uh, broomstick. Right. I don't like when they have to change stuff too much. Keep it, especially now with CGI, you can make everything look exactly like the comic books. Right. And that's what I didn't like about it. But I love Spider-Man. Well, Would he see- rank as one of your favorites in terms of superheroes? Her- yeah, it would it would because because uh, you like staring at a guy in a tight suit or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you and your Zubas, and believe me, they're tight. <laughs> yeah, and Zubas supposed to be like, you know, baggy. The beauty of Zubas were they were designed for bodybuilders, but they're perfect for fat people. <laughs> Can we say fat people anymore? Is that well? Is that offensive? Most bodybuilders correct? have gotten fat, so that's Zubas. You could wear them when you were fit and trim, and you can carry them through life and wear them when you're fat. And you can pull them up higher too. Yeah. You know, the waist, you can just keep pulling them up into their, under your yes. armpits. Yep, I miss Zubas. God, I love Zubas. What's the name? Zuba. Did you just do the white? With Zuba! The, did you do the white with the black stripe, or did you do the colors? Actually, can I honestly reveal something to you right now? Don't ruin Don't ruin the, the myth, you know? I never, ever owned a pair of Zubas. Even back then, when it was popular, I said, no way. It's not going to work. What, uh, what did you work out in? I just rolled with some sweats, sweatpants. In the summer, some shorts, baggy, both of them. Kind of like the baggy stuff I wear now. Now, did you do the low-cut shirt where it showed off the trapezius and the upper pectoral muscles? You know... Do you remember that when they cut it down? Like, yeah. Down that, and it would go all the way in the back so you could see the traps? Yeah, the- I remember that. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I just kind of rolled... Uh, I was a pretty humble individual, you know, and uh, just rolled with baggy top, baggy shorts, and just rolled, you know. Just banging off those deadlifts. Yeah. Spider-Man was a cool character. Uh, I don't know about the costume. It's kind of hard to pull off the costume. They always have to add texture to costumes, too. Do you ever notice that? Like in yeah. Superman, it was just cloth, but then they they have to add like some carbon fiber and nanotech and all that yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about, but they're just trying to keep up with the, trying to change it, make it fresh, make sure the people who haven't lived with this, they're attracted to it as well, because they always have to be going after new audiences. They can't be going after Dags. Dags, they've already got you. So they have to create these cool ways to to bring in younger folks. Now, will they bring in Ted McGinley as oh, that's a, a super great, villain. great question. Ted McGinley as a superhero. I think they should think about it. Yeah, we always talk about Ted McGinley. If there was a sitcom back in the seventies or eighties, they were struggling for ratings. They'd always reach for Ted McGinley, and Happy Days did that. But Fonzie, we're talking about superheroes here. He was kind of a superhero. Don't you agree? He was. He was very powerful. He had special superpowers. Like, he, he could command electronics. Like, <laughs> he, he would just hit a jukebox and yeah. play a song. Yeah. It, it was so funny, though. He was he was one of those guys that never got into a fight, but he would just stare at people, and people would be scared of him. Yeah, <laughs> hey, let's get out of here. 
<laughs> we we was just playing. Or, 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 we yeah. weren't serious. Yeah, or they'd walk in and they were giving uh, Richie a hard time, and he would walk in and just kind of watch from afar. And then all of a sudden they turn and look and go, "Oh, Fonzie, yeah, we were just we were just kidding, man." Yeah, just in kidding. real life he was five seven, like one hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool because he was like a superhero because he had he would like do uh, team ups. You know, he would get together with uh, Carmine Raguso. Oh, very good. And point another out. powerful superhero. <laughs> and he he would come in before they'd fight. He'd go, uh, what would he sing? He'd sing that uh, Rags to Riches. riches. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he was a little dance number, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know when Carmen Ragusa would come in and sing Rags to Riches, <laughs> they'd be like, let's get out of here. Uh, how about when uh, Pinky Tuscadero and him would do the, uh, against the, um, I'm going to forget the name here, the Malachi Crunch. <laughs> well, see, there was Leather Tuscadero and Pinky Tuscadero. Yeah. And I, I, Leather was her sister. Leather was Susie Quattro, I believe, in real life, the cool 80s singer cool. 70s 80s oh. and beyond and you would know that because it's 80s lost in the 80s dags all 80s podcast one more though bring it up athena by the who athena you know why that album was so powerful on the cover yes. the dude is playing asteroids deluxe oh, nice. can you imagine that oh, on the nice. cover wow. oh, and, and this reminds me too you know you're into facebook's yeah yep yep some bastard on Facebook, some website stole one of my memes. My memes. What was your meme? It was back in the day we had a stand to play video games. Yes. That was my meme. Okay. So I'm on Facebook and I see the meme and I'm like, oh, cool. Someone's sharing one of my memes and I look at it and it's some generic website, you know, we love the 80s or something. Really? And it's got like, I, yeah, I got to show it to you. It's got like a million likes, a million shares. And Your I'm like, brilliance is just, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> you know, and everyone was all up in arms. You know, I should sue them or no, it's a gift. I'll, I'll, let, I'll give you that one. That's I it. don't know. Can you copyright a meme? If, once it's you, out there, you can't. I can copyright anything. Yes, you can. You, but you, I give it to the people. God bless you people. You know, you know you're so giving. Thanks. Thank you for what you do for this country. And this world, this universe. Mm-hmm. We're talking Super Bowl. Can we talk a little bit more? I've got some interesting facts I want to share. Is that okay? Yeah, and then let's get back to the movies, though, because there's- Well, a then mo- let's do movies, but then we'll go to, because go to, uh, we were talking movies. Let's continue on. I told you that uh, I'm looking forward to Kong. That's coming up in March. Um, you're looking forward to, what do you like on the docket? Spider-Man? Dun- yep. No, uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk uh, is going to be, looks like it could be good watching the preview- but as I'm watching it, I keep going back to Save It Private, Saving Private Ryan, an epic. Would you consider that an ensemble? I mean, how can you do Dunkirk without bringing Tom Sizemore into the mix? He's in all the war movies. <laughs> Isn't he great? <laughs> I love Tom, Tom he, Sizemore. He's had a little a lot of personal problems. He though. has. As he was hang, hanging out with Heidi Fleiss. Yeah. How could you not have problems, though, when you, you do a movie for, what is it, six weeks usually, whatever, to make a movie? Right. And then you got all this free time, all this dough. This millions. Well, obviously Johnny Depp is having a hard time managing his money with his fourteen mansions and his. He spent supposedly thirty thousand dollars a month on wine, wine alone, and he's now suing his managers because he thinks they stole his money and they're saying, "No, dude, you spent it all." Prime example: thirty grand on wine. You know, ridiculous. So, yeah, but Dunkirk. Getting back to that. It's going to be tough to top Saving Private. One of my top films of all time would be Saving Private Ryan. But war movies, I love war movies. You love war movies. They're epics, you know. So I don't, I don't think 
just Private Ryan and saving Private Ryan. I mean, what sets it apart was that opening scene. I mean, mm-hmm. when those the doors flipped on on those transports and the bullets were zipping through. Correct. Yep. It's funny how special, not even special effects, but effects they do or or scenes they do get ripped off later. You know, like the bullets into chirping, the water. chirping into the water, yeah. the water going from ocean color to blood, blood. color, yeah. the explosions, everyone's screaming. Mm-hmm. But when I was talking about, we were talking about off air, off uh, this powerful uh, wooden microphones we use is Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty and how all these games influence movies and movies influence them. Like what, just the trailers I was seeing on Dunkirk, didn't that remind you of the atmospheric filters they use in mm-hmm. uh, in Battlefield? The, yep. the, the colors, the sepia tones and boy that's a wonderful word sepia tone did you enjoy that word i really did i'd love to know what it means so they could respond appropriately well a lot of people think the wizard of oz was in black and white okay no it was sepia tones it was sepia tones. yes which are rich autumn autumnal now let me ask fall. This do you want to listen to what sepia is okay go ahead sepia tone wonderful rich brown earth colors okay but the wizard of oz correct me if i'm wrong was black and white in the early stages of the movie sepia it was sepia correct a rich brown color okay that's very interesting much like my beautiful brown eyes but not tone like your body is not tone so it doesn't match it you're not sepia tone (laughs) it's monotone (laughs) you know that reminds me you were sick yes i was one time i had mono uh-oh. It got so bad it turned into stereo. Hey! Now, now let's talk about this powerful <laughs> uh, movie, Dunkirk. Yes, Dunkirk. It looks powerful. The preview is, like I said, though, I'm watching it, and it's reminding me of Save a Private Ryan. And Saving Private Ryan, as you just indicated, the opening scene, when the guys are coming in in those boats, they're, they're vomiting because there's a couple of them that are saying prayers. It really gave you the sense that this is exactly how this must have been. And then they drop open that front door and and guys are just falling into the ocean. So some guys are panicking, so they're they're bailing off the boats to the left and to the right, but they forget that their gear is like a hundred pounds. Horrible. So they're drowning because they can't and then they that's when that bullet part is you know, the boats are coming through the water. Some of them are actually killing these guys as they're struggling with their gear extremely powerful powerful and when you watch that now i'm transferring it to dunkirk and i have not seen the movie how are they going to top that opening scene and maybe there's more of a story to dunkirk and it'll perpetuate itself and be a better movie but that opening film was going to be tough to to duplicate that or top that is the word i'm looking for yeah and now with like the film the the different angles of film angles like it's going to remind you of video games you know they normally they just now they can do drone shots they can mm-hmm. do different 360 shots but you're right i mean that powerful opening scene how do you compare it or like you said is it going a different direction right like there's movies like behind enemy lines and and uh, uh not behind enemy lines what was the world war Two one with the sniper vasily sisef uh enemy at the gates great movie Epic movie. Did you see? I did not see that one. Sorry. No, see I, can't, it. I can't jump in here. No, please At see all. that movie. I'm okay. not I'm not kidding. It's a really great movie about okay. one of the Enemy world's at the gate? Yeah, one of the world's best snipers in World War Two, uh Vasily okay. Zaisef. And they actually he was so good he was taking people out with this uh Moisen Gant rifle, just a basic rifle they gave him. Okay. And he was just sniping the hell out of everyone. So Germany actually sent a powerful like counter sniper to go hunt him. 
So this is a true. Is this a true story? Yes, very true. Okay, kind of like American Sniper. Did you see that one? I did. Okay. That I did not like American Sniper for How a million come? reasons. How come? So many cliches. Like he's in the middle of battle and he gets phone calls from his wife. We're having a baby. You know oh, all this yeah. too much bullshit cliche. Yeah. And I like Clint Eastwood, but yeah. I I I I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, it was entertaining, and it told the story of... We were talking about movies that I enjoy, is you know they're factual, and they actually happen, so you can put your... You're laying next to him as he's in his prone position, knowing this really did happen, or a certain amount of this really did happen, like Titanic, too. I bring this up constantly. When the ship tips upward and people are sliding down, you know this happens, so when you can actually put yourself in that position, those movies have far more impact. And I enjoy movies like that. And, you know, they had the the haboob, the big uh, uh, dust storm coming in right when they're ready to battle, too. They had way too much crap going on. They have to make it. You know, they have to I understand that, that but the real, the real stuff is enough, I think. I don't really think you have to jazz it up that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch actually, you know, real footage, that'd be exciting enough. And I, I know they got to put it together as a movie. They got to have antagonists and protagonists. But I would have liked more stuff on the battlefield and less about his wife and everything. But I know it's about the book and the, the right. controversy and all that jazz. But it wasn't one of my favorite war movies. Right. Enemy at the Gates is a good movie. It's a very long, epic movie. So you got to long. S- how long are we talking? I, I get lost in these long movies. How long? You really have to when you watch these movies, you really have to set up shop and you can't. Okay. You, I, I know you're obsessed with your phone there. Right. But you can't have your phone. By Can you your- have Swiss cakes? Can I have Swiss cakes nearby? You know, that's funny you said that. We d- I just literally took a powerful photo of Johnny Rage. It's powerful. Smoking a Swiss cake roll as it's a cigar, you know, as if it's a cigar. Mm-hmm. And it's an homage, an homage, uh, one more funny word to Uncle Dude was I took a powerful photo of him smoking Correct. a cigar. Correct, Mundo. Yes. So we have, um, have we wrapped up on the movies? Because I want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl again. You want to talk more movie shit stuff? No, go ahead. Talk about whatever you want. You get you get in your Super Bowl stuff. Well, I just a couple of interesting facts. I'm not going to bore people to death, but um, you know, isn't that funny when you look at the Super Bowl? Do you do you speak Roman numeral? You have to look at your L one. What does that mean? You kind of forget what it is. You have to. Well, I used to hate that with movies. What do you mean? I, well, I'd like to watch movies, and I'm trying to what year it was filmed, and it's always in Roman numerals. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Now with the internet's, you know, and it was pretty cool because last year though was the 50th anniversary of the NFL, so they just used. 50 and we're all like okay that that i can read that 50 50 50 what is c is c 100 and m is 50 oh, please and... don't make me look stupid right. for the people well, it's a it's, thousand i don't it's a ha- thousand i don't have to most people don't know so we'll just tell them okay it's a thousand how's that you know the kids don't even learn cursive anymore i told you that right? isn't that something yeah so how am i how are the kids supposed to read those sweet neck tattoos well the f- thing of it is too as i always said this calligraphy was an art that's lost and people had took classes on how to learn calligraphy. Oh, yes, callback from your mother. Your yes. Mo- yes. Very good. That's funny because a lot of times when I'm doing this show, I don't actually listen. Do you listen. like to interrupt when I'm speaking? I don't listen to you. I okay. just, when I right. play it back, I go, oh, he said some stuff. Uh, since, the, since the first Super Bowl, let's talk about how it got its name. What do you think about that? Does it, it sounds pretty basic. You have two championship football teams meet, um, meeting in one epic game. You'd call it a Super Bowl, right? Uh, Pete Rozelle did not like that name initially. You know what name they went with the first four years? I do not. Um, I'm and a- apparently you do not either. <laughs> Please you- talk talk amongst yourselves as I, you know, this print is so darn small. This font, um, it's in cursive, so I can't read it myself. Pete Rozelle's commissioner at the time suggested names like the big one. What do you think of that? Could you imagine saying the big one? 
He liked the Pro Bowl. Big league. Big league. Big league. Uh, overrated. Uh, which was the same as the NFL's own all-star game. It was eventually called Pete Rozelle like the AFL-NFL World Championship game. That's kind of a long... But it's not world. It's just one you know, league. Why do they say that when they win the, the Super Bowl, they're world champions? They're really not. Correct. But they say that. They've always said that. The I, World kind Series. kind of bothers me. The World Series, too. You are not world champions. Miss Universe. So maybe they shouldn't be invited to the White House. You know, Miss not... Universe. Yeah, Miss Universe. Yeah, because Miss Venusian, she was hot. I saw her. I did Trust not me. see it. Did, did What's-his-name-get-it-right-Steve Harvey? He did it right this year. He called the correct one. There was no problem. Was he on there? Or? Yeah, Steve Harvey was there this year. So you remember last year, the epic uh, fail that he had? Yeah, I missed uh, Steve Harvey's toupee. He just finally gave it up and went to the bald. Since the first Super Bowl involved two completely different organizations, there was a bit of an issue televising the game. NBC had the rights to air the AFL game. CBS was the longtime rights holder for the NFL product. So what you have is the NFL and the AFL were two separate leagues. And they wanted to find out who the best was, so the NFL pitted themselves against the AFL, therefore making the Super Bowl. And that's why the chips and pizza people, that's who makes all the money, let's face it, pizza people. Well, it's so stupid, you can't even say the name Super Bowl, the big game. We're going to be seeing the big game. Do you ever notice that on commercials? Well, I can't all because it's trademark. Yeah, it's so yeah, stupid, the yeah. big game. The big game, yeah. The NFL, they, they're, they're talking about what to do next year because remember we were talking about their ratings falling off the map? A lot of that had to do with the election and Trump, of course. They are coming back. Um, matter of fact, Super Bowl, they were talking about the ratings. Do you know Super Bowl 50, 49, 47 was the number one watched television show ever in the United States of America? Not in the world, so we can't call them world champions. You know. So, anyway, these are just some interesting facts. Well, that's kind of relative interesting. Is I it mean, not yeah, interesting? It's not interesting. What are the, let's talk about the facts. How many pizzas are ordered? That's the stuff we want to know. Exactly. How many chips Food. are made? How many? Now, let me ask you this. Uh, ask me. Go ahead. Because your stuff was not entertaining. Okay. Do you enjoy going to Super Bowl parties, or would you rather just sit at home and watch it? That's a great question. Um, of, of course it is. Of course. You're brilliant. You, I mean, Thank yeah, you. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> um, you just delve in and you ask these these questions about and, – and it brings me to food. Who's got the best food? If my counters are bare, I want to go to somebody's house. But if I know I got those scoop nachos with cheese, I'm staying home because I want to couch it. Yeah. So. If you're at a Super Bowl party, do you, do you like to actually watch the game or do you just walk around and talk to people? Do you um, – I mean, are you just hovering over the chips and cheese, or are you in the chair? Are you talking to people, or do you? you gotta, I got to set this up. Huh? Or do you actually even watch the game? You know, I have to be honest with you. I don't go to. I'm doing the quotation thing. Super Bowl party. Why do we quotation that thing? I don't know. Where you take your two fingers? Yeah, Chris Farley. Yep. Thank you. I don't really go to Super Bowl parties. I, you know, I don't think I've watched any Super Bowl from cover to cover. I always come in at that last quarter. And maybe watch the the fourth, but do you watch the Super Bowl cover to cover? Is it that gripping for you? I I I like to watch it. I mean, what what year was that with the San Francisco and the power outage? And oh, boy, that was that's weird, wasn't it? Years ago, yeah. was it? Yeah, give or take. And then of course is the the halftime show. You know, if Trump would have been in office, they would have blamed him for that. Yeah, the halftime show. It's uh. Uh, Lady Gallagher this year, correct? Yep, yep. Lady Gallagher, exactly. She. Do you think she's going to get all uh, um, politically incorrect on us? How could she not get political? Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know what they're going to do. 
but she has to say something in, in there. She doesn't have to say anything. They, no, they, they I mean, you know, I mean her. She will. She has to okay, say. Okay, but something. say what you want before or after. But during the program, we don't want to keep your pie hole shut. Okay, you were hired to sing. What's funnier, shut your cake hole or shut your pie hole? Depends what I'm eating that day. Oh, Swiss cake. Yeah, or steak hole. You can call all kinds of things. What would to you would be the ultimate halftime show? What what band? What performer? You know, last year they had Coldplay. I'm a I'm a Coldplay guy. I thought that was pretty good. Um, Prince, they had him. They've already done some of my favorites. Um, boy, that's a great question. The Who was there? The Who was there before? Um, never had the Beatles, of course, because that was later on. They wouldn't have them, but they had this Rolling Stones. And they've had some, it's funny because they've watched the humble beginnings back in the first Super Bowl, which wasn't called the Super Bowl until year five of the Super Bowl. They would like have the UCL marching band, you know, and up with people. And that was it. Up with people. (laughs) Up with people. You know, I was at, uh, speaking of uh, shows, the grandstand at our great state fair, Mm -hmm. you know, they show the, the acts throughout the ages. And one of them was Munch. And I can't figure out what it is. It's an acronym. But one of the performers like was Munch and they keep talking about it. And so if any of you guys uh, know anything about Minnesota history, this powerful state, Munch was the band that formed Boy, you just really took us for a a clear, different direction. We're talking about the Super Bowl and up with people, and you're talking about Munch. Munch, I believe Munch was a a type of up with people. uh, Okay. Okay, that's the correlation. I'm trying to... Yes, you... Don't try to follow. Just, Don't try to follow. No. Okay. No. It's it's powerful. It's, okay. This brain. It's no. But where did now? Where did you see this? This what you're talking about? The state. When family? I was enjoying the greatest band ever, Rush, from uh, the powerful country of Canada. Were I, they at the fair? Yes. Okay. Now, where did you see the past acts? Did they show? So when they have the jumbotron, the big screen. Okay. Before the before the show starts, you always they show a little uh, state fair trivia. Okay. You know what's cool about the fair? What they, they had. Uh, trains crash into each other there locomotives isn't that amazing inside the grandstand as an event yes or, del- or yes. by accident no <laughs> by accident would be funnier yeah. no, <laughs> no, no but- they would actually have train locomotives ram into each other now really? that's entertainment <laughs> you remember on the adams family when he would blow up trains he'd have the little dynamite and blow up his train set? Uh, vaguely I, I wasn't a big adams family guy but they had wing walkers they had like the flying the you know the biplanes Barnstormers. Was the Adams family named after the Adams apple? Is there any correlation there? I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. Johnny Rage. Yeah. We're glad you're recovered from your poopy pants. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You Thank know. You. Uh, yeah. We we're happy you're back. The kids are excited. Yes. As always, did you enjoy yourself today? I I really did. Yes, I did. I had a pleasure being here. And we enjoy you kids listening. Know about this powerful podcast please tell a friend please go on itunes and stitcher and leave a review and until next time you've just enjoyed the amish baby machine podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode of the amish baby machine podcast the amish baby machine podcast is available on itunes and on the stitcher radio app available for iphone ipad android and kindle fire please follow us on twitter at amish b machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>